is Walt from Tell Him Steve Dave. I'm Chris Hardwick. Brian Quinn from Practical Jokers. I'm Jim Gaffigan. I'm getting Steve Dave. Hey, it's Mike Cudlitz from The Walking Dead. I'm Chad Lindberg. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Men. Brian Johnson of Tell Him Steve Dave and Comic Book Men. It's Misinformation Podcast, baby. Information podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Misinformation Podcast by emailing misinformationpodcast at gmail.com or find us on the Twitters at Misinfo Podcast. Welcome to this information podcast episode 289 with you as always I'm Zach and I still can't jump rope <laughs> you didn't get that worked out huh? no I tried <laughs> failed like didn't I'm be, done it's, I just, can't do it you just skip That's it good. it's good I'm good with it I've made peace has anybody said anything to you no so do they look at you weird or I just do bunny hops no one said <laughs> shit <laughs> that is awesome <laughs> you think that at some point somebody would be like are you you're tired I want to see out a class for a couple minutes I'll show you some things yeah. but no no just like here, um, can I can I start by showing you rhythm? Because that's probably the most important thing. Find my corner to hide and just be discreet. <laughs> discreet. <laughs> so you just wait for that section to be over, and then yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, there's got to be a way. Did you buy yourself a jump rope? Yeah, I did. And you try it home, and it's not working. Yep. Out? Nope. Like even when nobody watching you. Yeah. That, yeah. I was like, okay, at home, like no one's around. Like I'll just give it a whirl. Nope. Not. Not happening. Have you tried putting on like music? I don't know what difference I would make. No, I haven't. But I mean, for the shot, right? Because <laughs> do you do your when you this workout class? Do you wear headphones when you work out? No, they've got really loud music. Okay, well thing. there you go. So there's already music there. So you haven't tried to find like the rhythm in the Maybe music. Maybe like and... the beat would propel the like rope over my head quicker. So I don't know. Oh, I was thinking more like it would you make it like dancing. You're not a dancer either, though, huh? But I run when I don't listen to music when I run. So. The pitter patter feet should be, but that's not real rhythmic. That's just left, right, left, right, left, right. When you're no, but 180 right. steps a minute it is rhythmic. It's constant. Do you always one, run two, three, four, one, two, three, four? Yeah, that's your right. Do you that's do the th- goal is 180 per minute. Do you do that in your head when you run? Sometimes I do. If it's a long oh run, oh my just, god, I'd want to kill not myself. Not like the entire time I run, but <laughs> yeah, every once in a while I'll be like, okay, just try to get myself to make sure I'm like on pace. I just try to make sure I'm alive. Like I don't, I, don't, I think of nothing but I want to make it to the end of the street and so turn that corner. I've been in survival mode in races before. Yeah, where you just your mind is you're gone. Like yeah, that's it. Like a mile and a if half. Someone would ask me a question, it would probably take me like a good minute to like respond to them. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, you're talking like marathon, right? Half, yeah, there's half been marathon. a few halves where like yeah. I've just gone all out and given everything I could, and yeah, at the end of it, just, I'm done. Did you ever puke? No. No. Never puked. But no. you, yeah, both marathons I ran. Yeah, oh yeah, I was fucking 
I didn't want to talk to anybody. Just I wanted to get in the car and go. <laughs> I want to prove that. Give driving... my banana. Give me my milk. I'm gone. <laughs> I want to prove that driving is the better alternative <laughs> to travel 26.2 miles. <laughs> <laughs> like that we're not built for this that's why we designed it's against nature yeah we i mean we we enslaved horses for a reason like so we wouldn't have to do this anymore <laughs> forrest gump had it all wrong motherfucker ran for like well, it was weeks. only done to prevent like some guy's town from being slaughtered and annihilated like it's not guys like you know what i'm just gonna run and see how far i can go today is that so is that what it is the 26.2 mar- miles was between it's roughly it was actually from Marathon in Greece to whatever city he was, or I think he was in some, some city to Marathon, I think is how it went. Okay, and that was? It was just under 26 miles. The only reason it's 26 miles is because in the Olympics, it came into London, and the queen wanted to start at her palace, and that added an extra, like, a little over a mile, mile and a half. I can't remember this whole story now, but from that point on, 26.2 has been the official distance, only because of the queen. Is this information that you sought out or just stumbled upon? It was. I bought a book about Mary, and it was like in the first chapter, like the whole story behind the whole thing. And oh, I can think of nothing. The only thing more boring than running a marathon would be reading a book about. I running want to a know marathon. why people do this. <laughs> like, I want to know that shit. That's interesting to me. I just can't imagine reading a whole book about a ra- a running race. That'd be weird. It's more of a, like a, I didn't read it page to page, but it's got. Everything from like what to eat, like oh. plans for like how to work out, so like stretches, a, like a recovery, training, like training yeah. book. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was just like a everything you wanted to know about marathon. <laughs> One foot, left foot, right foot, left foot, repeat. <laughs> <laughs> Picked up left foot, saw right foot, did same. <laughs> yeah, that's something I never want to do. I, I, I may, maybe, uh, maybe do a ten k someday, but I want nothing to do with running a marathon. I mean, I guess technically, what well, is a ten k six? 6.2? Yeah, I pretty much have done one of those before. Uh, I've run that. I know I've run that far before. But it's like, well, I wouldn't mind doing a sanctioned one once just to say I did it, get the t-shirt or whatever. But see, the shitty thing about that is a lot of the 10Ks, it's the same shirt you get for running the 5K. Yeah. It just like says 5K slash 10K. It's like, well, fuck this. I'll just run the 5. <laughs> Why do I want to put in any extra effort here? It's America. I don't need oh, this. Oh, God. Money. I ran a half in Boulder City, Nevada like a year ago. Normally, like, they have finish medals. Like, if you run a half marathon, it's pretty much a given. You're going to get a finish medal, like mm-hmm. a nice one. Occasionally, it's pretty rare, but I've seen it where the 5K will get a moment. But it's usually the same medal, but it's a lot smaller. Right. This race, there was an option to run a mile, <gasps> a 5K, a 10K, or a half. Everybody got the identical half marathon medal. Oh, so this is an American like, race. I could have run a fucking mile <laughs> and got the same fucking medal and shirt. <laughs> Could have spent a lot more time <laughs> drinking beer and eating foods from about this area. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. That, but that's America for you. Everybody gets a trophy. Yeah, everyone's a winner. Yeah, well, yeah not everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna continue my embargo against talking about our current president on the podcast because it just makes me sad. But yeah, not everybody's a winner. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even. I don't even know anymore. I've been learning the Canadian national anthem. Plus, I really like pancakes and syrup, so I, I see it being as a win-win if I decide to move up there. <laughs> Plus, as the, as the summer goes on, I get more more and more brown, and that makes me scarier to this administration. So I don't know what I could possibly do to keep myself safe. Yeah, you had a hell of a time coming back into the U.S. when we went to Mexico. Yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. Now <laughs> I'll what? vouch for that. That's a true story. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. <laughs> yeah. And so now, I mean, you know, we're going to Oregon in August. 
well, I took some time off, you know, because we got a, are you, you know, the class reunion, 20 year class, class reunion. Yeah, I'll make an appearance. The 28th and 29th, I think, Friday and Saturday. I have Friday off and I took Saturday off. Fantastic. Because uh, I took those two days off too. Well, then I had, I was going to go back to work Sunday and then start my vacation. I was like, well, fuck it. Why, why would I go back to work Sunday? So I took Sunday off also. So I'm going to stop shaving like Thursday. I'm going to fly a week later. That's not the best choice when you've got these features. That's like the please take me in the special room and probe me look. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'll be tan because it's summer. Uh, I'll have a, ha, ha, half a beard. Uh, I, I, I can pass for any ethnicity. It's, not, it's, not, it's an ill-advised choice. But if I don't work, I don't shave. So I'm, I'm torn. Do I want a finger in my butt or do I want a beard? You know, like, do I want to, you know, or do I want to be clean shaven? You could always buy one of his hats. <laughs> I could. I could. Because I wouldn't question that. I don't think they would. Yeah, I suppose that's a possibility. Like, well, even if he is, he's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> he's an indoctrinated one. We'll keep him. Keep him. He can, he can, he can live in the clean part of the internment camp. <laughs> Fucking a, yeah. I'm nervous. I don't flying in this post dump era. I don't know. I, yeah, I had a hard enough time just because I had an accidental fake gun in my bag last time. You know, what are you gonna do about that? <sighs> It'd be nice. I hate wishing my summer away though. You know, taking a, a vacation late in the summer, you find yourself wishing your summer away. Like, oh, I want to, I want to, yeah, be vacation time. I want it to be vacation time, but I don't want summer to be over. Well, then you have your vacation. Then you know it's all downhill from there rapidly. Yep. Yeah, it'll be terrible. From from that point from that point forward, it's going to be horrible. Yeah, but I really want to go on vacation. I I put I put in so many time off requests at work last week. I I almost used them all up because I hadn't I haven't taken any time off since I took a week off in December and then nothing. So as you know, the, the weather gets better. I'm like, oh, I want this day off and I need this off. And Jenny, I didn't want to go to the 20 year reunion. I was like, fuck this. It's just going to be more of the same. Like, oh, let's go see who got fatter. And I don't have anything in common with any of those people. Uh, the people that I still that I have things in common with, I see, right? You know, so it's like, well, this isn't really going to be that exciting. I mean, the ten year was like, let's see, let's see who's a fucking disaster. I want to see this, but everybody that was going to be a disaster is a disaster now, and I haven't seen shit on the internet. Have you like about like the plans or? There was a little bit last was it last fall last winter yeah. when they were like announcing like ideas and then they said like okay we have a final date and then since then no not well nothing. part of the problem was our our class president uh nuked his facebook account and is having everyone do their organizing through other people and then back to him like just stay on facebook and only use it to organize a class reunion or make a new profile just for that one purpose yeah yeah like don't have any friends on it just make a page right. and then who knows? I, you know, and so the, with the 10-year, we were getting all kinds of information. Like, we were just inundated with information about this reunion. And now this is like... Crickets. Yeah, pretty much. And, you know, it makes you wonder, is anybody even going to come back for it? Is it just going to be the people that live here, you know, or or that live close? And is that that interesting? I mean, a 20-year class reunion is, is kind of a weird concept anyway. Because, like, everybody You've spent the majority of your life at that point out of high school. Right, right. Yeah, so it's like, well, what do I care? What do I care what these people are doing? I mean, the nice part is the first night's at Friday Lou, so you just go down to Friday Lou, listen to music, drink beer, and eat carnival food. I, that I can get behind. I don't need to be a class reunion to do that shit. And, you know, some of our friends will be coming back. You know, obviously, Jim and Shannon will be coming back from Missouri. 
probably. The concept of it is just bizarre to begin with. Like, there's we've joked about it at work. Like, I'd be there's so many people that have come and gone from work because I've been there for almost 14 years now. Mm-hmm. If we could have like a former worker reunion, like just right. how funny that would be. Where are they now? Yeah, like what are they up yeah. to? Like what's going on? Yeah. Like that'd be just so amazing to see. Well, you know what? And- but school, like. I don't know. I could in a small town's different because you grew up. You'd be with the same group of people from every grade, from like kindergarten mm-hmm. through senior year. But here, like, we're not a big city by any means. But at the same time, like, there were what three different, two at least two or three different intermediate schools that feed into our high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and like in my so, case, I went to West West Junior, and that went half to each high school. So we split after eighth grade, and I never saw some. Some of those people ever so, again. Yeah, the majority of people in high school I just met like freshman year. Yeah, yeah. So, it's so like, at, well. mo- at like, the majority, yeah, I, I'm people I knew for four years for the most part. Right. Yeah. And even then, I didn't speak to anybody of the people. <laughs> you didn't speak and to then us of that half remaining twenty percent, like ninety nine percent of that twenty percent. I didn't I maybe said a sentence to. Yeah. <laughs> Counts of speaking. Counts of speaking. We got we to be totally honest here. Yeah. I. I, I mean. I, I guess I'm not excited about it. I, I mean, I'll go because Jenny wants to go. But um, And like she said, she's like, well, if nothing else, it's an excuse to hang out with all the people that we like to hang out with that we don't make time to hang out with. You know, people, even people that live here. Right. You know, so it's like, well, yeah, I guess. Or we could just invite everybody over to our house some weekend. <laughs> Which <laughs> happens like a couple times. Like, there's, yeah, right. the far out town friends come into town. Usually yeah. that happens. Yep. And because we've got the most, well, now that Couch Adam has that big house, they, they've got room. But it used to be we were the only ones with the house big enough. Yeah. You know, I guess I feel like I should be excited for a 20 year class reunion, but I'm just really not. You have two types of people. You have, I think, for a class, uh, the 20 year class reunion, you have the people that you already talked to anyway and the people you don't want to talk to. Because they're going to come here and look down on everybody because they're not, they don't live here anymore. They're going to come here just to showboat about how, well, we left and we do these things and these things are amazing. Married a supermodel, CEO of some company and Yeah, that, I don't know. The ocean. I don't know any of that happened. Did any of that happen? Oh, uh, there's a few successful people. Really? Like yeah. doing like legit successful stuff or they just want you to think they're successful? Because that's what our class reunion is all about. Making people think you're more successful than you really are. It's kind of like shopping at Target. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm friends. And there's another thing. Like, so when I started Facebook, like I had a bunch of friend requests from people into high school with that I didn't really talk to. Mm -hmm. So like, I just hit them. Like we're still friends, but they are not in my newsfeed. So I don't really, I don't ever go to their page and look at it or. Right. I don't know. That's bizarre. I'll have to go back and actually see what people are doing now. <laughs> let's let's, let's uh, release some of Not these Not that towns. I even care. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just like to be prepared. Because that's the other weird thing. In the age of, uh, like, Facebook, people expect you to know what they're doing and, like, they expect to not have to fill you in on their life. I've run into people and they're like, well, you know, like, you know, I've been doing this, this. Like, I didn't know that. Well, you didn't know that? I post about it all the time. Oh, well, there you have it. <laughs> <laughs> That's I probably hid you because you were posting about it all the time, but people they because of the way information travels now, people just assume that everyone knows what they're up to, like what their life situation but is. That's so fake. It is. And the funny thing is, people that are actually genuine that post like their real life, mm-hmm. I hide. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's usually somebody whining about something they yeah, like always complaining or yeah. fighting and arguing and mm-hmm. just like yeah. Well, you know, and or. or Another awkward thing is, like, have you ever been in a social situation with somebody who doesn't know somebody very well, but you know that they're Facebook friends, and they'll they'll say repeatedly over and over, well, I saw the other day that you posted, or I saw that you posted about, as as a conversation <laughs> in actual, in person, 
And like my mom does that. She'll, she, we have like a, a running total of like how quickly she'll talk about Facebook when we're around her and she'll start talking about people like she'd been interacting with them. And then you find out, no, she just saw that they said it on post on Facebook. So she'll say like, for example, about my cousin. Yeah. Dana was saying the other day that such, and I was like, when did you see him? Well, he posted it on Facebook and I'm like, and he wasn't saying he was posting on Facebook. That's not a real interaction. That's not, Oh my gosh. <laughs> how the fuck? And, and I've seen it happen in, like in real life in a real situation. And I've seen it happen with like, it's also really uncomfortable when it happens with like quasi celebrities. Cause you'll see somebody like, like if it's somebody that I know and I interact with regularly and then you'll see somebody that I also know that doesn't know that person like, Oh yeah, I saw when you posted about that the other day, you posted a link to that. I'm like, Oh, you're, you're embarrassing. I'm embarrassed for you. Like, it's not normal. That's not a normal way for people to interact. <sighs> and maybe that's it. Maybe it's that uh, like Facebook and the internet have taken away the need for a class reunion. Maybe class reunions are becoming out- that's obsolete. That's a really good point. Because all the little like surface cursory things that you, you bump into people at a class reunion and learn about them, you already know because of the internet. You know, they don't have to catch you up on their... They're like, and they're not going to catch you up on the details of their life. Like, are you going to go into detail about your last relationship and why you broke up? And I'm going to talk about, you know what? I'm going to talk about my cat. If anybody asks, I'm just going to go on for, for like an hour. As long as they're staying there, I'm going to go on about my cat. I'll take pictures and put it in my wallet just for this instance. Dude, if you do that, it has to be one of those accordion things. Uh, no, yeah, exactly. You ain't got a hair on your nuts unless you do that. <laughs> Put her in different costumes and shit. Just, oh, yeah, I'll go, absolutely! Do I'll it. go full bore, dude. You want, we could do a. You want to do a photo shoot? You and your cat. <laughs> I'm dead fucking serious. Put on a shirt. <laughs> put you put on a shirt with with your cat's face on it. You put a shirt on your cat with your face on it. Do you still have that cre- screen printing stuff? Oh, you can get them. Those like the iron on ones. Yeah, didn't you have a screen printing kit for a long time? Didn't you make a George I, Bush shirt or something at one point? Yeah, that was, I used like the screens you can get like at this like Target Walmart. Uh huh. You just run it through your printer, right? And then you iron it on. Yeah. So we, I mean, we could do a lot of really cool stuff. <laughs> we could, we could, you and your cat could get matching shirts. That'd be pretty cool. Like you just go out and buy like a, uh, like a, st- no, you know, a fucking Bon Jovi shirt for you, and then go buy a little Bon Jovi onesie and put it on your fucking cat. The internet's great. You can find matching anything on the internet. I'll just say I'm, I'm, I breed them, like, professionally. I like, go to, like, shows and shit. And, the cats? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I make my living. <laughs> yeah, you should you should do that. That would be fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, dude. And then when some people are, just like... Just like people's reactions from it. It's, they'd be like, so, uh, you married? Do you have any kids? Well, it's funny that you mentioned that. <laughs> All pictures of the fucking My furry cat. kid. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah, let me tell you about fur babies. Let me tell you how awesome fur babies are. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, God, that would be great. Friday Friday night, you should come to Friday Lou with a shirt with a picture of you holding your cat on the shirt. Oh, that would be amazing. And get those, like, helper animal leash collar things you can buy. You bring the cat? Yeah. Bring the cat and have it. On, like, a harness leash. Like a service animal. <laughs> this little vest says, please, please do not pet on the service animal. She keeps you from freaking out. <laughs> oh, that would be fucking amazing. <laughs> Oh, I wonder how many people would like look at you like you're a fucking weirdo. They did that in high school. 
so nothing would change. Oh fuck, that would be awesome. We gotta we gotta figure out something to do with it. I think t-shirts and a photo shoot are. I'm gonna bullshit with people if I don't know them and don't care. Like, just yeah. might as well have fun with it. Tell them that you. Oh, you come up with all kinds of different stories. I'll talk, some, I'll make up something different for every single person that comes up that I really don't know or care about. And then and then wait until people start talking. I'm like, hey, did you hear that Weller did this? Well, that's weird. He told me he did. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't invent a sex move. That's true. I, I don't know that anybody's tried it. <laughs> I don't for, think that matters. So just... maybe Joe Gross. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, he might have tried it. I find it hard to believe that he tried it because he's been with the same woman for like 10 years. And I can't imagine she would have stuck around for that. Maybe, though. Like, long-term relationships, you, you've got to, like, experiment a little bit just to mix it up. Are you, talk, it are you talking about the gypsy cabbage or what was the other? The Bangkok Dangerous. Either or. <laughs> if I remember correctly, the Bangkok Dangerous required someone to shove Roman candles in their asshole. And costumes. That was elaborate. A swing yeah. set like that. That's a little more difficult. Was it a unicorn off. costume? I want to say it was... Or a dinosaur or lizard yeah, or something I think like that. Maybe Godzilla? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Di- yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's slowly coming back to me now. <laughs> I may have blocked it out on purpose. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, isn't there. I don't know where it's at for sure, but I'm pretty sure there's a Bangkok Dangerous poster around here somewhere. Because didn't Joe send us a Bangkok Dangerous poster? Oh, my God, yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm he pretty did. pretty sure he did. Yeah. Huh. There are some... There's some posters back there. There's a poster tube back there. I bet you money it's in that poster tube. Back did you finally get rid of that, cl- that prize closet we had forever? Um, well, yeah. What did I do with that? Um, <laughs> I did something with it. We gave him a bunch of them away at a thing. Gave a bunch of shit away, like a, not a live record, I don't think, but something. We gave a bunch of it. And then supposedly Eric was going to mail a bunch of the stuff off, but I don't think he did. So he might have it. I don't know. Because the box, I mean, if, if if we still had the the box, it would be right here. So it would have no reason to move it anywhere. <laughs> I've got plenty of shit I need to get rid of. Do you? Oh, yeah. So, so you're saying we should make a new prize closet? <laughs> I think that sounds fantastic. <laughs> and then we need to go find some listeners yeah (laughs) you want some shit listen to the show yeah you get free shit free shit the hang up was always mailing it out that was what always fucked us that got kind of pricey or just it involved going somewhere and doing something yeah none of us particularly good at like did you uh did you mail that stuff out six months ago no where is it my living room why is it still in your living room I didn't want to do it. <laughs> maybe maybe that's why we've never been a successful podcast. Lack of initiative. Lack of... I mean, when when we last recorded? Like three weeks ago? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've had all kinds of free time. <laughs> I just... All I want to do is nap. It's terrible. That's not entirely true. I haven't had a ton of free time. Uh, build a website. www.barclayimages.com Yeah. Barclay Bank has now uh, sent me an email uh, demanding that I turn over the domain name as they own the trademark. To a photography site? Well, it's just to Barclay Images. To the term Barclay Images, they say they own the trademark. I emailed them back. They did it through some cybersecurity company. I emailed them back and said, uh, as the website is for a photography business in Iowa, in the United States... 
um, and Barclay is my last name, I feel that it's no threat to your brand uh, or your global presence for me to continue to use this website. So I'm waiting for the next email where I'm like, okay, I'll sell it to you. Like how, if they own the trademark to that, how do they let that domain just sit out there? Because the domain was available, I bought it. Well then, yeah, if they own it, it wouldn't have been available to buy. Well, they own the trademark. They don't own the domain. So they're arguing that I'm infringing on their trademark by naming my website, BarclayImages.com. Which technically the website That's a stretch. The, yeah, and the website isn't even, the the website is Barclay Photography, but somebody else owned that domain name, so you just go to BarclayImages.com to go to the Barclay Photography website. Like when you land on it, it says Barclay Photography on it. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me! Like one of the largest banks in the world is you coming be after not me. Not the bank Barclay Images. Yeah, <laughs> or just put a little thing on there. Uh, not affiliated with Barclay Banks United <laughs> Kingdom. <laughs> really? Like, come on! Like how could anybody? be confused by it like there's no it, generally to me like in a successful trade right inf- trademark infringement claim would be you know, people were confused you know by the name it was like you tried to open a credit union or a loan company yeah, or something like pay yeah. loans or something or yeah. even like a financial advisor right you know but it's not it no so i haven't heard back from them yet after i sent them the email i got an automated response was like thank you we'll look into it I'm like, on I the do it. plus side like you're getting traffic like obviously you're getting noticed if they found it. Well, I think that that's more of a, like a, they send out a like a web crawl to search. It's probably an automated thing, and every time it finds a hit, it blings back to their security agency. That's like, hey, you. And what are so they? So by do? talking about it, we're probably getting hits right now. Um, I don't know if it works that way. We can find out. <laughs> we can find out. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Barclay Bank. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. www.barclayimages.com. That's a nice little website. Nothing to do with Barclay Bank. Nothing. Not if, not another way affiliated with Barclay Bank United Kingdom. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I my last name has been Barclay for a long time. Well, and, you might want to change it. And, yeah, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Well, if I would have been thinking, I probably would have been Zach Barclay Images, but I didn't want my whole name on it. It was like Barclay yeah. Images would be good enough. Uh, apparently, I was wrong, as I've been about a lot of things. But senior, hey, senior photo season is right around the corner. Did you know that? I do now. Yeah, yeah. Contact Barclay Images at www.barclayimages.com for all your senior photo needs. You can also email Zach at photography at barclayimages.com if you have any questions about the pricing. The pricing is on our website. If you click on the About tab, right below that is a drop-down for pricing. Currently, our senior photo pricing is listed with two packages, a gold and silver. Silver packages will run you know, $385, and that includes 10 digital images. 10 digital images with standard editing already applied. And also available is one, one art print, which includes uh, removing a background. Uh, Say you're a big Hogwarts fan, you know, you like the Harry Potter, okay? I can put you in front of Hogwarts Castle, right? For $100, I'll do an art art print. Uh, Maximum uh, resolution on the silver is 8 by 10. If you jump up to the gold, which is $665, you get up to 22 finished standard edited images with an option for a 16 by 20 artistic print for $75. So it's $100 at the 8x10 level in the in the small package, but you jump up to the $600 package, boom, baby, you can get your art print for $75 instead of $100, and it's bigger. <laughs> yeah. Additional photo printing uh, prices do apply, but, yeah. And say you heard it here and you pay an extra dollar more. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, actually, uh, enter promo code, uh, 
Senior, uh, senior photos, senior photo 2017A, and get 10% off your print order. There you until go. Ju- until June 30th. Pretty sure that's what the promo code is. <laughs> <laughs> Not to change it. It's either, it's either senior photo or just senior 2007A. 2017A, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I, I work through this uh, website called uh, ShootProof. And it, you set everything up through there. So once once you uh, you pick your, uh, say you're on the, the silver package, once you pick your 10 images that you're going to have me edit, I, I edit them, clean them up, uh, take off pimples and black eyes and whatever <laughs> whatever you got. Uh, you know, it's Waterloo, so, you know, Syrian scars, whatever. Um, and then you, <laughs> um, uh, then I upload those 10 images to the site and then you can, purchase them and there's a bunch of size you know you, you pick out the prints that you want print size that you want purchase them with a credit card on the site and then they ship them right to you so you don't have to like come see me again to pick up your photos and we don't do packaging it's like okay well in this package you get two eight by tens uh, 20 wallets and you know and so there's no sales aspect of it it's just like okay i take your pictures i clean your pictures up and make you look fantastic and then you just go buy whatever photos you want. The other the other thing you can do too is you can just download the files from once you've paid me. You can just download the files from Shootproof once they're finished, and you can take them to Walmart and print them if you want. You're not going to get the same quality of a print as you would get through the the professional photo lab that Shootproof uses. Uh, but you know, if if you're strapped for cash and only want to pay a couple bucks, the economical for yeah. version, yeah, yeah, the the Waterloo version, if you will. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, this episode of Misinformation Podcast podcast brought to you by www.barclayimages.com so I'm, I'm excited about it um got th- it looks like three senior photo sessions um coming now and then hopefully more i'd like to do a 10 this year see what happens though <laughs> and who wants to sleep right it's not like i got a full-time Overrated. job already yeah <laughs> that's what i've been doing <clears throat> the last two weeks is I've, I, I come home from work and i'm like well do i want to get something done or do i want to sleep because those are really my only two choices there's no other balancing that's the best hobby is one that can make you money yeah that's true i agree and jenny doesn't really understand that she's like i think you know if you're doing a hobby and you enjoy it that's good enough i'm like no it's not good enough i want to make some fucking money yep i don't want to be i don't need to be rich but i would at least like to recoup and there's nothing wrong with not making money but yeah if you can make money like yeah that's do it go for it well and you know especially because you know there are and here's here's the thing there are there are a ton of photographers out there like just go on to facebook and type in waterloo and photographer and you're going to get probably a hundred different photography pages of those hundred maybe 10 of them are good um i was looking at a professional photographer page uh the other day a gal at work it's her neighbor and she was showing it to me not a single one of those motherfucking pictures was in focus not a single one and she was putting them up as her examples of her quality work some of the pictures like it would be a family photo and a guy would have a fucking light beam like bisecting his face and then shadow on the other part of his face and it wasn't an artistic choice it was that's just where the sun was that day so she didn't move people around she didn't wait till the, the light fell a little different or better yet, just use a flash to even out all the fucking light. She didn't do any of that. It was all natural light photography, and it was fucking bad. So, listen, that ain't That's me. the organic, like, free-range photography, though. Like, some people are into that. Well, you can do. You can do natural light <laughs> photography, and it can look good. She just doesn't know that. <laughs> so when I popped up her senior, the winter senior photo pricing, uh, a senior photo session, 125 bucks. Quiet little Kim talking about senior photo sessions. Um, and uh, 125 bucks. And I looked at the lady I work with and I go, 
you know why she charges that? And she says, why? Well, because she fucking better. <laughs> like, that's, that is terrible. Like, her, her photography is bad. So, you know, just because you happen to know somebody who does photography doesn't mean they're good at it. You know, just because somebody bought a camera and started a Facebook page doesn't mean they're good at photography. Like, if you go and look at the examples on my website, there are only good photos on there. I'm not saying I've never took, taken a bad photo, but I ain't going to put it on my website to be like the, hey, here's what I do. Shitty work. <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. It's kind of like, you know, you know, you'll know people uh, that do this. Like, say somebody went to a concert, right? They upload every picture from their phone that was at the concert. Oh, yeah. Even if you're looking at it, and you're like, I can't even tell what this is. And taking photos at concerts, are, it's hard to get a good picture. Oh, yeah. Really yeah. hard. But people think they need to upload every photo or like they go to a, a convention. And they take a thousand pictures, and they upload all one thousand. Half of them are their thumb. Um, somebody blurry walking by in front of the camera when they're trying to take the picture. Like you don't need to upload everything. Just upload the good stuff. Like don't upload every picture of your kid. Sometimes your kid's fucking ugly. Like don't upload those pictures unless it's funny. Then as you're doing it to be funny, be like, look how ugly my kid is in this picture. It's a pretty ugly kid, right? And it's it's nuts. I don't, you know, and then so you get all these photography pages popping up all over this place. People who haven't taken, t- gone to the trouble to train, learn how to use their camera, learn how to use Photoshop to make their friends and family not ugly. You know, I mean, there's, if somebody has yellow teeth in your fucking picture, for ten ninety nine a month, you can fix that for them. Like, you can brighten their teeth up a little bit, make it look like they're not a fucking smoking meth head. Like, help people out. Like, don't just take their picture in really bad light and be like, look at me, I'm a photographer. It's fucking horrible. Horrible. I'm sure you saw it when you were doing a lot more artwork, right? Like, people who were like, I do art. And you're like... This brings up some kind of an interesting story. It's sad, but it just it was bizarre. Okay. So, Wayne Coyne, the lead singer of Flaming Lips. How this happened, I don't know. But he's a musician and artist. Like, he designs a lot of his stage props and stuff. He's really famous for that. Anyway, somehow, the city of Waterloo got him to have a show of his artwork here. Okay. So he came there. I went to the opening event. He was actually there. And afterwards, he's meeting everybody that wanted to meet him and talk to him. Like, he, he, there was the first person in line, two guys. I bet they had a 10-minute conversation with him. Wow. And there's hundreds of people behind waiting in line. Wow, that's cool. And then right behind those two, like, I was near the very front. Mm-hmm. There were a couple of girls from Cedar Falls High School, and they wanted to interview him for their school paper. Right. I bet they talked to him for 15 minutes. Oh, that's questions. cool. That's cool. And again, there's tons of people. Like, yeah, right. it was super cool. Like, yeah, I'll answer your questions. Right. Like posing for pictures, whatever people, whatever Did, people wanted to do. Didn't he I would see do it. a video of him vacuuming the space? Yes. Before. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Like he's the most chill, laid back, right. like celebrity I'd ever met before. Like right. super cool guy. So the there was a guy directly in front of me that had this giant frame. I didn't see what it was, but he was carrying something. I I would just assume it was maybe like a an album of theirs or a shirt or something. He like a poster maybe that he right. wanted signed. So he gets up there, sits it down. It's a mosaic of David Bowie. Okay. And it's bad. It's bad. I hate bad? to criticize art. <laughs> no, you can but say I'm going to say the skill level was uh, bad, right? You want to say bad? Nothing don't you? a gallery would say like, we need this on our walls. Right. Which which isn't really saying a whole lot because there's it a lot of amateur artists. It wasn't that, bad, but there's no way it was of a quality that someone would pay money to like purchase his item. Right. And he what he did is he he cuts up pieces of leather and then dyes them and then like glues them to like this piece of paper. So it makes mosaic. Kind of a cool idea, right? Yeah, I just it wasn't the execution was not great. 
Yeah. Yeah. So he set these things down there. He's like, Hey, I'm, I'm an artist and I make these like leather artworks. And I heard that you like David boy. Would you sign this? Wayne's like, sure. Signs the actual artwork that this other guy did. And I'm like, Whoa! For like several reasons. <laughs> so now this guy, if he wanted this to, this guy could he could, he pa- could theoretically like, here here's yeah. something Wayne did. Yeah. Oh wow! It's it's of another musician. Like it just on so it's many weird. levels, it was just super awkward. It was weird, but he was such a nice guy. He just wanted to make the guy happy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Did he even let on for a, a half a second that he thought it was weird? No. Like Jen, he was like, "Oh, that's cool." Like, wow, what a ni- you know what a nice positive guy. There needs to be more of him and less of me. Because I was like, and I thought, like, oh my god, like if this, if I were like flipped, like I was the celebrity up there, and people are coming up to me, essentially, like I would say no to that. I'd be like, that's cool. Like I, I, I wouldn't be rude to him, but I'm like, that's cool. But I, yeah, I can't sign somebody else's artwork. And so what? So what would I guess? What would the? Because you'd want to still make it a a great experience for the person. So I guess the the alternative offer to sign something else, or you want a picture. Yeah. See, and that's what I think. Like, hey, how about? The two of us stand behind. We the two of yeah, us you hold, hold your artwork and, yeah. and get a picture taken. And I'll do a thumbs up. Yeah, or something about yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I won't sign it because I didn't do it, and it ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I would love to get a picture with you and um, and chat for a while or something. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. People do weird shit, man. I, I, yeah, I've never really understood the whole just getting a a signed photo thing either i mean i've done it obviously there's some laying around here but um the idea of just like ordering on ebay a signed photo like there's no connection there i i did that once oh, so okay. I, have, oh. I have a james brown record and the only reason i bought it is because it was really cheap okay like it was only a couple bucks more than what like it would have paid without it being signed all right so i'm like okay the risk on this is pretty low but it was uh the story was it was a dj and he passed away. He has been a DJ since like the fifties and he supposedly befriended James Brown and they were selling, this guy was selling tons of James Brown shit. And so his friend ended up inheriting this, didn't want it. So he was selling it all on eBay. Hmm. And any way to authenticate the signature? I could send I mean, there's people that do that. Yeah. I could send, pay money to send it somewhere, but right. I don't know. Huh. It says stay in school, James Brown on the front cover of a record. Stay in school? It's, from, it's the payback record. <laughs> hmm. I paid maybe, God, 30, 30 bucks for it, 30, 35 tops for really? it. Really? Including the signature? And yeah, shipment and everything, oh. yeah. See, and I, I like... So at that point, it's like, even if it's fake, it's not that big of a deal. Like, the record itself is cool. You know, because people will go and get... Um, it, it's always weird to me. You know, people go to conventions and stuff, and they'll get an autographed picture, which is one thing because you're meeting the person. But some of the celebrities won't personalize it. And I'm like, that doesn't and make any fucking sense at all. Because then you can sell that. Yes. You can't sell personal. I mean, I've seen people do it, but. But yeah, why would you? Unless yeah, you have the same, same name. Right. Yeah. But it's like, okay, so if you don't personalize it, and their thought process is it, it, it slows the line down. Like, yeah, that's kind of the idea, though. Like, you know, you want, you're paying for that moment with that person. You're paying $45. Not a mass production factory. Yeah. Not to next, just cattle next, call. Next. Yep. Yep. Like, Might hey, as well get a re- stamper. I really liked your working. Move along. <laughs> <laughs> Two words and you're gone. Yeah, you know. So it's it, it's it it really takes the personal nature of the meeting out, and so it's it's weird to have people sign stuff that you know either isn't them or they didn't do or. Um, well, if, if you're just gonna just send, give it like a sign, why not just pre-sign all a bunch of shit and just here you go, here's the next one, here's the next one. Here's some the next do one. that, some do that. You know, like one one when uh, Rob up at Limited Edition Comics and Collectibles on the Hill in Cedar Falls has um, artists come in. 
he'll have a stack of things for them to sign that he'll give away in raffles later and stuff. And like people want to win it so bad. It's like that signature doesn't mean anything. You know, it's, it's no different than like just buying a signed baseball. Now, if you caught a baseball and got the guy to sign it, that's pretty fucking cool. Or if he signed it and tossed it to you like that's, but if it's just a signed baseball that he signed one day sitting on his living room couch, you know, and his manager brought him 50 baseballs to sign that there's nothing personal or magical about that. It's just like time to make the donuts. I was going to be signing my name today anyway. I'm signing another one. It's just so, it's such a weird concept to me. I don't even know how we, how do we get here? Oh, because of the guy trying to sign the <laughs> art. Yeah. So he didn't even try to give it to him as a gift. No, I, I, no, I take that back. So there was the one, the framed one, uh-huh. like he had the, he took the glass. I'm assuming it was had a glass panel, but that was removed. So he actually signed the print, but then he took like a, I don't know if it's a picture and just printed out like a, I don't know. If you were a professional artist, you'd have a, like a lithograph or a really professional print of like your painting. Right. It would look nice, but this looks like he just took like a picture with a digital camera and just printed it on an old piece of paper. Oh, really? He gave that to Wayne to keep, but he kept the actual like like leather glued to a board, whatever, and had that signed. He wow. kept that. So could you tell by looking at it that it was David Bowie? Yeah. It just wasn't, like I said, it was, I would say it was at a level like a good artist at a high school level would do. Okay. How old was the guy? So something, if you were to go into like our high school, like right now, <laughs> right. go down the halls where like the art students are doing stuff. I don't want to do that. It'd be like at that level. <laughs> okay. Like it's like, okay, I, I can see what this is. It's decent. It's, but yeah, it's not something you would ever like. So oh how, God, that's amazing. how old of a guy was it? I'd guess late 30s, early 40s. Really? Professional looking or hippie or what? Mm. Hipster? Skinny jeans? No, nothing. Uh, nothing. Actually, there's really nothing remarkable about the guy really? at all. Like flannel shirt and fucking... Just boring. Yeah. Really? Blended huh. in. That's so weird. So weird. This is so weird. It's just kind of a weird thing to do. Like, and, and, and granted, I don't like probably run in the right circles to find out about this thing. But I, the only reason I knew that this was even happening was because you had posted something on Facebook about it. I didn't know who the guy was. I didn't know who the guy was until you just said that he's the lead singer of Flaming Lips. I had no, I'm like, why is this such a big deal? That must be an artist thing. Like, cause, um, some other people that, uh, we know, well, I don't know if you know him, but he shops at the comic book store had gone and I'm like, Oh, I guarantee that was the busiest that building has been in decades. Really? Oh, it was so crazy. Like, and I didn't, you know, like, yeah, like it meant absolutely nothing to me. And that's, and that's this town for you. Like nothing happens here. Nothing. I will give it credit. It did make, I read it about it in the couriers, like on the app of my phone. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Holy shit. Like maybe a week before it happened. Like, really? Is this like for real? And then I caught it on the local news, like maybe a day or two before it opened. I got excited about beers to you and gourmet too, (laughs) because it was happening right around my birthday because it was something to do, like to go taste beer and eat food. There's really jack shit for cultural things. Nothing at all. So nothing. Occasionally someone would come to Gallagher Blue Dorn. And they do get some really good shows, but the prices are, I think, yeah. well, insane. That fucking beers to you is forty bucks a person. Ouch. Yeah. And the bad thing about a beer tasting like that is, since they have all kinds of different types of beer, after like your eighth or ninth one, everything just starts to taste the same. Whether it's an IPA or a stout or whatever, it just all starts to just. Have you ever had something called Dragon's Milk? No, but I did see. I, it piqued my curiosity. I saw it at Beer Hall the other week. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's got so many things going on. Like, I think it's liquor cause it tasted like liquor. They're, they do a lot of beer now where they, like, 
infused yeah. in like barrels yep. of like whiskey or yeah. something. Yeah, well, the, the guys from Sierra Nevada were were the keynote speakers at Beers to You, and they said that they had tried a bunch of that, and some of it turned out really good, some of it turned out really not. They tried to do a what do you say a quintuple, a quintuple IP or some some quintuple brewing process and he's like it's the worst beer i've ever tasted he's like it was terrible it was, and he was like one of their like lead brewers he's like it was horrible I would, I would, he's because like, they asked him you know what's your favorite beer so he went he said well rather than say my favorite beer i'll give you the three most influential beers that i had i've had up to this point so he named some stuff and then they're like okay well yeah i know that you said that you didn't want to talk negatively about it but what was the what's the worst beer and he's like oh that quintuple thing that we tried it was horrible he's like we even put it in a barrel and let it sit for two years hoping that some of the flavor from the barrel would would really fix it and he's like it came out terrible (laughs) it's just nothing about it was good because apparently they do like a quadruple or a triple of whatever this brewing process was and it's usually pretty good and they decided to try and it was just stop screaming little kid we're talking about beers well the alcohol like once the alcohol content gets up there in the double digits it kind of just, it all tastes the same at yeah. a certain point. Yeah. Well, you know, and it was just that that the dragon's milk, it did. It tasted like, had some kind of liquor in it. And um, I'd had at Whiskey Road in Cedar Falls, they had a um, Jack Daniels infused stout, and it was good. It The best way I could describe it is it tasted like warmth. Like you took the first drink and you were just instantly cozy. You felt like you should probably be drinking it in like a snifter in front of a fire, preferably with a smoking jacket on. It was it was very oaky and just so good. Um I couldn't probably have drank more than two of them. I had one before supper and then we had supper and then we went to go see um Nick Offerman. Which was a huge letdown. Really? <laughs> yeah, it really was. For twenty minutes he went on an anti Trump diatribe. Which I'm not a fucking supporter of Trump, but he didn't say anything that everybody else hadn't already said. And I didn't pay fucking 40 or $60 for my ticket to go there and listen to shit I could have listened to at home. You know, it's like I, you go there to not have to think about politics and bullshit, and he spends 20 minutes fucking talking about Trump. That's like Nugent. Like, so I saw him open for Kiss. Love, like, Stranglehold, Cat Crutch Fever. Like, mm-hmm. the dude can fucking shred. Oh, sure. But I bet half of his show was him ranting against, like, liberals. Yeah. And that's not what I'm there for. I want to hear music. You know, like, it's, it's like, man, get your it's not head like out the, of your ass. The crowd, well, I mean, you could tell they just, it was dead silent. There wasn't like, fuck yeah. Or, right. He just kept going on and on and on about guns. Well, and if you think about it, the people who like his music are not very likely to agree with his politics. You know, because I, I know he's always been like a straight edge, like doesn't drink, doesn't do drugs. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he doesn't. But, but the people who dig his music are fucking stoners yeah, and, you yep. know, old fucking white trash guys for the most part. And it's like... Most of those people aren't going to be super conservative. I mean, you get the hillbillies and stuff that probably are, but for the most part, if you're a fucking pothead, you're not a Trump supporter. <laughs> you know, like that's not probably the way you want to lean, considering they've just come out and said that they're renewing their war on drugs. Yep. Because hey, what better way to drive a country out of a fucking recession but to spend money on a worthless cause? <laughs> We're getting the money for Department of Defense. To... Yeah, but they're they're going to be hemorrhaging money on this because they they said they're going to start uh, enforcing the federal marijuana laws in the states that have uh, voted to legalize, legalize it. it. It's like what a waste of fucking money! It's just, you guys are going to be chasing each other's fucking tails. It's going to be like mom said I could, 
that's what I couldn't. Mom said I could. That's what I couldn't. It's like, dude, we you got fucking problems. We got problems. Solve those problems. That hasn't proven to to be a solution or a problem yet. Do some fucking research on it and decide whether we should fuck, man. Come on. That's just like I don't. I was shocked how quickly gay marriage like was legalized. Like that just floored me how quickly that. Well, it helps when you get a proclamation from the president. <laughs> and he's like, like, "Look, I thought for sure that would be something that the Repu- like the Republican candidate would be like, this is undone." And I think they felt it. I think they felt it tip. Like it was like the, the, they knew the, it was unwinnable. Yeah, it was like one of those birds. You know, the little <laughs> bird that just kind of perpetual motion this bird. Is gone, yeah, yeah. They're like, we lost Fuck. War. It, 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 Yep, it snuck in and it's not going anywhere. And you would think the legalization of the thing would that's be next. getting there. Yeah, because it's the support on that is growing every single year. Well, with with California, with California legalizing that, and all the all the hype about how horrible it's going to be and ruin like people's lives and cause all this crime. It's no nothing. One well, and it's raised a shitload of money in yeah. Colorado. Colorado's like, hey, we just raised one billion dollars. <laughs> one billion dollars we raised. Yeah, and you know, you figure pretty soon when every fucking cop in Colorado is driving a brand new squad car every year because they've got so much fucking money, they don't know what to do with. Even the cops out there are going to be like, hey, you know what? I don't even wash my uniforms anymore. I just fucking throw them away because they're printing money on this weed shit. So they just give us new uniforms every day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I yeah, I. It's just again, he takes st- weird stances on weird stuff. I don't want to get into it, but man, he to just all of a sudden out of nowhere come out with we're going after marijuana. Like, duh. okay, <laughs> all right, Donnie, you fucking do that. My odds are he was trying to take our attention off of something else, most likely. But. Diversion or distraction. Have you seen that Kellyanne Conway bitch? I try not to, but, but yeah, she's everywhere. But doesn't she look like somebody who like was attractive and then lost a bet with the devil? Because <laughs> she's hard to look at. But just in the way she carries herself, the way she moves, the way she gestures, she does all of those things like a formerly hot chick. Does. Did you see? I think it was yesterday that it finally got leaked the picture of her with the black caucus in the White House. Yeah, with her, where she's like, like feet up on the fucking yeah, couch, laying on the couch, like to get a picture. I'm like, well, okay, check this out. So I saw um, a lot of people. Facebook went fucking nuts on it, right? And I've got a lot of conservative friends um, on on. Um, my personal Facebook account. And the one guy's like, Oh, uh, you, you want to tell me Mich- Michelle never put her feet up after a hard day. And I'm like, she was the fucking first lady. It was her house. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, they, sh- they, and then they show the picture of Obama sitting behind the oval office desk with his feet up on the desk. And they're like, where was everybody when this happened? Like it's his fucking house. It's his furniture. Yeah, <laughs> he lives there. Like it's it's it, you know like fuck like it's it, yeah it's fine who cares and it wasn't in a fucking room full of people that are all standing and then she's sitting on the couch with her feet tucked underneath her fucking ass like a like a petulant sixteen year old checking her fucking Instagram That's, it looks like she's on like Facebook or no, I'm sure yeah, she Twitter is. or something I'm That's sure what it looked like so it's like well it's it's still clearly different like I'm not I was I wasn't a huge Obama fan either but like it's different and. I'm starting to get the vibe from her that he lets her do whatever she wants because maybe they're fucking. Ah, oh, wouldn't surprise me. I mean, wouldn't that make more sense? She's nuts. She hasn't said a, 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 a an honest or truthful thing. Since. Or they did, and she's got dirt on him, and he just and so that's why she's got the job. Here you can have this and just shut up. Yeah. Could you imagine being Melania and being like, "You treat with Skeletor." You cheat on me with, I'm a goddamn professional model. And that's what you're fucking, that thing? 
That fucking paper mache fucking... Seriously, she looks like something that Mexican kids would beat on at a fucking birthday party. Like, she is terrifying. Terri- I mean, I'm not attracted to Melania either. I think there's something weird going on in her face, like too much work or something. But Kellyanne Conway, Conway looks like somebody who had too much work done, and then this plastic surgeon took it all back. <laughs> she, she looks like she French-kissed a fucking tennis racket made of lava. Interesting. She looks like she got shit out of something. Something else ate her, shit her back out, cooked it into a fucking pancake, cut it up, and left it on their plate. Kellyanne Conway is an ugly <laughs> bitch. And watch her ask for senior photos. <laughs> I, like, I don't have enough filters or Photoshop. <laughs> Make me pretty, Zach. You're better off using that Snapchat filter that everybody's using right now that just kind of makes their face look like somebody smeared Vaseline all over it. Have you seen the motherfuckers that use that? So they'll they'll take their picture with two people in it, right? They're like, selfie with two people. And then they'll only fucking apply the filter to their face. No, I haven't. It's like, well, you're a real asshole. You know that? Like, oh, you take all your wrinkles out and fucking leave your husband or wife to look 20 years fucking older than you. It looks fucking ridiculous. And you can tell that, that, that it was clearly, the filter was clearly only applied to half the picture because it applies it to everything, not just their face. So, like, any trees or anything now have this, like, milky, washed-over appearance. And then the trees on the other side of the picture are, like, super sharp. <laughs> like, you can count every needle and branch and fucking leaf. And you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> what the fuck? Why does that one look like a fucking, like a uh, freaking Impressionist painting <laughs> over here? Yeah, like, just. Like realism, like ultra realism. Doesn't make. See if Snapchat wanted to make money, they'd actually be what you were talking about, like buy prints from them. I'm surprised you can't yet. To be honest, that'll be the next thing to do. Well, except for Snapchat, um, the whole idea is that nothing is permanent. But people screen capture their own snap. Just I think just pretty much for the you can type in text at the bottom because on Facebook they'll screen capture their own Snapchat and then post it on Facebook. Yeah, so you can have like a little text blurb. Yeah, which I'm surprised Facebook hasn't done that yet, like that you can put the text over the – even though you can put a comment below it, but you think that they'd want to – There's probably some legal – I think they tried buying Snapchat, didn't they, for a while? They oh, they through. might have, but Snapchat's out of like Germany or somewhere. It's not even an American company. Look, the only reason anybody has Snapchat is so that they can send pictures of their dick to somebody. Yeah. Because, I mean, why else do you want shit to it's, – it's a pain in the ass. Like, you know, because it's got those um, – little kid loves the filters. So, like, you'll put, like, turn her into a panda bear or something. She fucking loves it. So I'll send it to Jenny. Well, then Jenny can only look at it for, like, however many seconds it lets you look at it. She's like, well, I'd like to keep that. So then she'll capture it. Then it sends me a notification that she captured it. So I go in to check and see what my notification is about. It's just me saying, you know, it's like, this is fucking going on forever. Like, if I, if I want to see a picture of my wife's tits, I'll just have her text it to me. Like, you know, like, it just seems silly to go through all the fucking trouble of Snapchat when it's like, my phone does the same thing, and if I don't want to keep it, I'll just delete it. It just, it seems silly. It's fucking stupid. I I, don't, I had it for a month, maybe, and got rid of it. Just, I, I have it because... It was just too juvenile, but yeah, I could see having kids and stuff, yeah. like, they're, yeah. Like, that's part of our morning ritual every morning. I get up, I make my coffee, I make her cereal. She eats her cereal, has a banana. Finish my coffee, I have a bowl of cereal, I go get the other one who invariably has shit herself all over her bed, clean her up, bring her downstairs, feed her cereal, put a fucking bottle in her mouth, then we sit down on the couch and we do, she calls it Tomcats. Because she can't say Snapchat. Dad, do Tomcats. Okay. <laughs> all right so then we do we go through every filter they have for the day because they change them like sometimes every other day they'll add new filters turn her into a fucking crocodile turn her into a panda bear with uh, reflective shades on that plays fucking techno music like it's just it's so weird the shit they have on there and that's how i kill 10 minutes of my morning 
I used to fucking be somebody. <laughs> like that, that's, that's, yeah. Some nights, some nights I'll stay late at work after my shift ends just so I can talk to grownups. Because <laughs> I spend my entire day from always early as 6.30 if she decides that's when she wants to get up until I take him to the sitter at noon talking to a three-year-old and an eight-month-old. I'm probably I'm probably going to commit suicide. <laughs> like, how many times can you argue with someone about whether or not they poop their pants? Apparently, that would get old quickly. Yeah, apparently a lot. Um, or what they should name their Barbie. That was a, that was a thirty minute conversation one day. Name her whatever you want. What I name her. Whatever you want. What I name her. And that went on in a loop. For well, you minutes. should blow her mind and ask her what gender that doll identifies with. Before you name it. Oh, she'd look at me like I was fucking stupid. <laughs> she'd be like, she a girl. <laughs> but does she think she's a girl? <laughs> <laughs> so. You know nothing, yeah. kid. You know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you shouldn't uh, make that decision until you're, you know, like an adult and can, can fucking form cogent thoughts. Like, that's, oh, man. Like, I get angry every time a fucking news article. Not because I don't think that a person should be able to identify as a different gender. I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I really don't. But I don't think that fucking eight-year-olds should be encouraged by their fucking granola-eating parents. Like, are you sure that you don't maybe feel like you should have been a boy? I just saw in Texas last week because they just changed the law there. So now the rule is in high school, you must play sports in the sport of the gender you were born as. Right. Yeah, because there was, so there was wrestler, a female right? wrestler yeah. that a couple of years ago decided that she wanted to be a male. She's been taking testosterone mm-hmm. for years and looks like a guy. Yep. Built like a dude. And they're making but her now wrestle she girls. has to wrestle girls. Yeah. That's fucked up. It's all fucked up. Like, I, I think I think that it, it... Can you tell me there's ever been an eight-year-old that, like, knew what they were saying and was like, a uh, little girl, like, I should be a boy. And, like, knew what they were saying. No, they don't know Probably that. Probably not, no. They can't figure that shit out in their head until they're older. Well, they need to be, a, they need to identify younger so that they're less uh, damaged when they're older. Like, fuck off. That, that shit's not even on your radar until no. probably, like, No, and if they want to do, teens. if they want to do quote-unquote boy stuff, just let them go do boy stuff. If they want to fucking play football and, and play with Tonka trucks and shit, let them. Yeah. But don't make them have to make a decision at eight years old about whether or not they want to go through fucking hormone treatment. To, to grow a mustache when the rest of their fucking girlfriends are shaving their legs. Like, just let them do whatever they want to do. And then later on, if they want to be, be a like... Be kid, yeah, worry about yeah, that shit later. Like, hey, um, take out my ovaries or cut off my wiener. Like, if that wants to happen later, let them do that when they're a fucking adult. Don't... And it's not like... I almost said contribute to it, but that makes it sound like it's negative. I mean, if, they, if that's a decision that they want to make when they're an adult and able to make decisions... That doesn't affect me in any way. Like, that's a permanent decision for yeah. the most part. <laughs> yeah, these are the same kids that are like, uh, I, w- I want to eat peanut butter sandwiches forever. Like, eventually they're going to grow out of that shit. Eventually they're going to like chicken nuggets. Could you imagine if they made tattooing like you could, like, preschoolers could get oh, it? Oh, fuck. They have, like, yeah. Barney tattoos, like, full sleeves or, yeah. like, yeah, Elmo. And... Yeah, there's a reason why certain decisions <laughs> you have to have a parent signature for. Because the parent has to be like, yeah, that's not a good idea. That's not, you can't. You can't do that. A kid can't legally have a fucking beer at a restaurant, but they can decide to whack off their wiener. Like, how much... Well, whack off, probably not the best choice of words. <laughs> Cut off their wiener. Like, that, that just seems silly to me. Like, oh, they can't ha- choose this beverage to drink, but they can decide that they want to cut off their fucking genitalia. Like, no, they're just not ready to make that decision. They may make that decision later someday when they're an adult, and that's great. 
Like, I want everybody to be happy, but for fuck's sake, they're kids. Like, gender reassignment? That's insane. That's insane. <laughs> I identify as a fucking mogwai. Whatever. I fucking... Like, because eventually, I mean, because there's fucking weirdos out there that are like, I identify as a... There is that cat. I don't know if it's a male or female. It's kind of hard to tell the gender on that, but they had implants in their face so it looks like a cat, and they actually had whiskers oh, like, yeah. in their face. Yeah. Identify as a cat. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But why is that any more weird than a fucking 10-year-old deciding that he wants to have boobs? Like, how is that any more weird? It's not. It's not. It's the same. It's not. Now, it's more weird than an adult deciding that they want to have boobs. Like, a person that has surgery to look like a cat is way more weird than somebody just like, I would like to have sexual reassignment, and I'm a, a fucking adult, so I can make the decision. Like, those two things are very different. <laughs> <laughs> and and cat, and cat dude is by and far way weirder <laughs> because I would almost even argue like having a sex change not at this point and all the weird shit that happens in the world not that weird no unless somebody's gonna tranny trick you or something but then that's a whole other problem that that ain't even about their sex change that's just about them being an asshole that has nothing to do with like their their put proclivity towards one sex or the other it's just that's the kind of thing a dick does <laughs> like disclosure yeah yeah like hey um just so you know i haven't always had a penis <laughs> or just so you know i used to have a penis that's the kind of conversation that you know you're in the fucking dating world right now that's the kind of conversation you should be having with people <laughs> have you or have you ever <laughs> not had a penis <laughs> i just want to get it out of the way now we live in a weird world Spring that up and do it on a first date. First can, question. Yeah, you can tell a lot about the person that you're on a date with and how they react to that, too. What's under the hood? Yeah. yeah so what's under the hood? Is it always a, do you rebuild that or like, <laughs> did, uh, do you, you take that out or is that like a home kit? <laughs> do you take that somewhere and have it done? You maintain it? High mileage? Low mileage? Yeah, yeah. How many owners? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Bondo? No Bondo? <laughs> Is that a rebuild kit? What happened there? <laughs> so, the outside looks great. How's the interior? <laughs> Do you wax it regularly? <laughs> you ever spilled gum? Probably lubed. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of up to you, really. I mean, that's, that's, that's really your job. Maintenance and upkeep there at that point. It's your job. <laughs> oh, I, you know, I wouldn't even shut up, little kid. We're talking about uh, dating, but we're using cars to draw the attention away from it. When you're in the market for a new car, do you find that finding things to talk about on the first date is tough? God, yes. Well, okay. Initially, like right out the gate, no. The awkward phase is like, like you mean it? Like for me, like on my first like first dates, pretty much in general. Like, there's always something to talk about in Michigan because you're meeting them. So either, right. like, a, I've never just met someone, like, right out the gate without saying a word to them. Like, we just had some type of conversation before we right. agreed to meet. So sure, sure. there's something to initialize the conversation about something we could talk about previously or just joke about some joke you had that was going on. Like, right. That gets the ball going. And then stuff evolves from there, which is pretty natural. But, like, when it's going good, the problem is, like, maintaining that. Right. For a couple hours yeah. and getting it going. Like, oh, we got a good rhythm here. What's going to fuck this up? Because then eventually you hit this awkward silence and it's like, okay, like, what do we talk about? What do we talk about? What do we talk about? And then it's like, what are they thinking? Oh my God, it's getting awkward now. Oh, fuck. And then <laughs> well, you're like, awkward. all you're doing is think about how awkward the situation is. Now it's awkward because it's like, awkward. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh yeah, it's just so much unnecessary stress. I just don't remember it. You know, I mean, fuck, Jenny and I have been together for ten years. Like, I don't remember. You know, and like if you go out with people, like say you're out at a bar or something with friends, and then there's people there so that you don't nervous. know. That's different than being on a date with somebody. You know, like if there's just people there that you don't know, maybe you talk to them, maybe you don't. You don't feel like you have to impress them. You can just go about your business. You can be genuinely you. Yeah. But if you're on a date, it's one-on-one. So it's like, fuck, we have to talk about something. Like we have to. And if we don't, this is going to be a really awkward meal and I'm still going to have to pay for it. (laughs) 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 So it's just, it's like, I'm trying to think back like what it, what it was like to go hang out with people and have to worry about shit like that. Jenny and I can sit in the same room for a fucking hour and maybe not even talk to each other. And that doesn't mean anything. And in our society, know? like it's, we're a very polarized society about many topics. So oh like, yeah. There's always the, what if I just indicate where I lean like religiously or politically or like medically or. And, and, and if, then if you do it and you, you, you didn't mean it as strongly as it came across, say you say, you know, we haven't like somebody says something like, yeah, that Trump and they take it as, you know, I hate Trump and everything he's dance for. Like, that's not what I said. <laughs> like, like you know, are you yeah, being sarcastic? Yeah, you're, are you being serious? Yeah, you're just, you know, being kind of mellow about it. You know, like, like. Well, but, you could play the card like you were being like, like, like you really you make a joke on like bashing him, and then like, oh, really? And then you're like, oh shit, they're a fan. You go like, oh no, I was just joking. I love the guy. Yeah. But then you'd be living that lie for right. the rest of your relationship. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so you're screwed right. either way. Well, and you may maybe you're even just indifferent, and you just know that the common like social reaction is just be like, ah, oh, that Trump, you know, be like, well, what's that supposed to mean? Like, honestly, absolutely nothing. <laughs> like that was as far as I was willing to, to, to carry that. Like I wasn't going to go any further. That was, that was it. That was my only comment on him. But now I'm into a corner and now I have to, well, are you, are you a supporter of our president or not? Like, oh fuck. Now what do I do? Well, I'm a supporter of the office of president. <laughs> <laughs> I respect the title. <laughs> Too bad he doesn't do the same. Um, it, it, yeah. So I don't, especially in the time that we live in, like you're right, because there are so many polarizing topics and it seems like everything is polarizing now. Like everything, everybody has a strong opinion. You have to have yeah. a side. And if you don't have a side, you're really weird. Yeah. And, it's and you're like, shunned. I don't really care. About that thing. What do you think about this? I'm not trying to be an asshole, but I don't really care about that either. You know, like, I I had a guy, a a good example, obviously not a dating thing, but a guy at work the other day, somebody on their computer screen had uh, the White Walkers from Game of Thrones as their desktop. And he spins it around, this other guy spins it around and shows it to me. He's like, look at that. I was like, that's pretty cool. He's like, White Walkers. I'm like, yeah. He's like, tell me you've seen this show. I'm like, I'm aware of it. He's like, tell me you're, you're caught up. And I'm like, dude, I don't have time to watch TV. Like, I wish I did because I love television. Like, I fucking love it. Like, it raised me, but I don't have time to watch it. And now and then you feel like a pariah because, like, you know, what do you mean you don't watch it? I'm like, I mean, I fit, there's not physically enough time in the day for me to both sleep and watch television. Like, I, I'm not shitting you. This today, I watched 15 minutes of uh, a new Marvel show while I was on the shitter. That's all the television I watched today. <laughs> <laughs> because watching television is something that I have to get, I have to give something else up in order to watch television. Because I won't passively watch TV. Like if I'm watching TV, I'm gonna especially now that I don't have cable. If I when I used to have cable, I just turned something on like House Hunters For, or something yeah, in the background. background noise. But now that it's, I have to actively choose something to watch on Netflix or Hulu. I'm gonna choose something I want to watch. And I, I even to the point where now, 
I won't even pick up my cell phone. So I pick up my cell phone and start dinking around on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. I won't pay attention to the show. So I will not pick up my phone when I'm watching TV because I want to understand the story. You know, like I want to watch the story and, and see it unfold and be interested in it. And I can't do that if I'm doing something else. So considering all the shit that I have to do between fucking lunatic and lunatic 2.0 and photography business and now, you know, once every fucking three weeks editing the show, <laughs> uh, stuff like that. It's like, fuck, I just realized my life has made a complete 180 because I used to, I mean, when I, when I first started different internet endeavors, they were all built around movies and television because I had this ridiculous, I mean, look at all these fucking movies. Yeah. Jenny just said to me the other day, you know, she's like, uh, well, I said to her, I was like, look at all these shelves I could use. To put up like collectibles and shit. I have boxes of Star Trek stuff that have never been out of the box because I don't have anywhere to put. I up. did the same thing a couple weeks ago. I was like looking. I walked in the room and I'm like, my god, like look at these DVDs. And I'm like, I couldn't tell you the last time I watched no. one of my own DVDs. Like, no. I even the basement. I've got like giant sterilite tubs full of DVDs that I haven't watched since I moved into the house ten years ago. Yep. Like, yeah, and that's you know, and, and it used to be like, oh, I, I want to keep these because I never know when I would just want to like I can't sleep at night. I want to run down here and grab a DVD that I haven't watched in a while. And so I have this this romantic attachment to these things. I don't want to get rid of them, but I don't know that I will ever watch one again because <laughs> I have Netflix and Hulu. Like, there's always shit to watch on there. Yeah. And then, so I'm at uh, Target the other day, right? And a little kid's been begging me for this Trolls movie, okay? She's been begging for it. Every time I turn on um, the Apple TV at the top of the iTunes, it pops up at the top there. I want to watch Trolls. Like, we don't have that movie. So I said, fuck it, I'll buy it for her. She's begging, begging for it. I'll tell her if she, if she keeps her pants dry for the day, she can watch a troll movie at night. So I'm standing there in front of the fucking display, and they've got the, the Blu-ray. They've got the Blu-ray DVD digital download, and then they've got the DVD digital download. And I'm looking at it. So I pick the Blu-ray up in my hand. I'm like, well, I, I, I have a Blu-ray player. I have to buy the Blu-ray. And then I got to thinking, I don't ever have to watch another Blu-ray again. I can buy the dvd with the, the download. digital download i have apple tvs on every tv that i watch like we have three apple tvs so i can just get the digital download download it and then we'll have the dvd to play in the car for her when we take road trips i don't ever need to buy another blu-ray again so i say five dollars <laughs> just bought the regular <laughs> dvd and the fucking because i'm like I, why would i ever need a blu-ray and then with a Blu-ray, you got to put it in, you got to load it, you got to go through the fucking menu the to get to it. updates are annoying as hell, too. Oh, it's fucking stupid. So now I can just go on Apple TV, go to my fucking purchase videos. Hey, there's the troll movie. She gets to watch that. And then if I shut it off in the middle of it, then I can watch three other movies. When I go back to troll movie, it's going to pick up right where she left off. Like, there's no reason, no reason to ever buy another Blu-ray again. As long as they have a digital download, which I remember, I need to activate before I forget, but... Those, that's the other thing that's stupid. They have a fucking expiration date on the digital download activations. Oh, yeah, you have to download it by a certain date to get yeah. it. Yeah, so like if you if you say you go find a, a, a DVD with the digital download like two years after it came out, that digital download may not be any good anymore. That's garbage. You're still paying for it. It's yours. I think every movie you buy should just automatically come with a digital download. They do that with records. Actually, that happened to me a couple months ago. I bought a brand new record that was never opened, but the record came out like maybe two, three years ago. Uh-huh. So I bought it, download card in there. Cool. Have like a digital thing I can stream. Have the vinyl copy of it too. Right. Down the code. Nope. Expired. That's bullshit. When? Why? You know why? Like it doesn't cost them anything. 
to to house that download May, out there. My only thought with maybe it's like storage, like they they'll pay to host some site to keep their songs. And it's only for so many months or whatever. Yeah, but it's like it's it's ten songs or whatever, and whether a hundred thousand people download it or one person downloads it. It really shouldn't, unless they're paying by bandwidth, it shouldn't cost them anything. And if anything, it'd get cheaper if they're paying by bandwidth, because less and less people would be downloading it the longer it's out. It's just, I, it's, so, it's so weird to me. Yeah. You know, and so then I'm like, well, fuck, what if, okay, so if I, 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 I buy the digital download, what if all of a sudden iTunes decides, yeah, we're not going to have Troll Movie on iTunes anymore? Like, does that mean I can't watch it anymore? I mean, not no, because you've downloaded it. Well, except for I, I haven't. Like, the Apple TV, you don't download it to the Apple TV, the, the old versions. The newer versions, Yeah, the can, newer ones do. But they've only got, like, f- like... The older ones you do to your hard drive and computer, though. N- well, I can, but I, I don't. I just stream it. Oh. Um, because our internet's so fucking fast that it doesn't, like, it never buffers. I mean, we got 100 gig internet. Like, the fucker flies. <laughs> so it's retarded how fast our internet is. And, and that's even on Wi-Fi. I don't even have that Apple TV. This Apple TV down here is plugged into Ethernet, so it runs even faster. But I just haven't, I've got the cable run, but I just haven't drilled the hole in the fucking floor to run it up in the living room yet. So it's just weird. It's just, it, it, we, I look at these, you know, daily now, and I'm like, man, I have a lot of DVDs, and there's a lot of good shit there that I would like to watch. I would like to start at the A's and work all the way through them. But, you know, like Day After Thanksgiving, for years, we were buying DVD, stacks of DVDs. Oh, they're I, so cheap. Oh, fuck. I still have DVDs that are still in the plastic that I've never even watched. Like, there's probably, in that stack on the floor, there's probably DVDs that are still in the plastic. Because we brought, they were upstairs on the floor, brought them down here. American Hustle, never watched it. Guarantee it. Um, trying to see, Prisoners, never watched it. Um, Water for Elephants, I think she watched, I never did. But, um, what's the second one from the top there? Oh, that's, that's Labyrinth and Dark Crystal. So those yep. are around. Thor, I think it's still in the plastic. I think I saw it in the movie theater and never watched it. Home. I wonder if there's a digital copy I need to download on that. Look into that. <laughs> Do it quick. <laughs> this has been episode 288 of Misinformation Podcast. With you as always, I'm back. And I'm Willow. Love you. You've just heard the misinformation theme song, Hostile You, by the Matt Lees Band. Thanks for listening.